Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I have a great guest with me today. We're going to be talking about his journey as a father and uh, some of the lessons he's learned through his life um, as a parent and as well. He's an author and he's got many great things to share with us. Uh, Gary Martinez Jr. is with me and uh, Gary is so glad to have you on the podcast. Welcome to the show. All right, Dave. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Really appreciate you. Amazing. So where are you, Gary, in this great big world of ours? You know what? I was going to say Colorado Springs, but I just moved. So I'm actually in Manitou Springs, Colorado. There you go. Awesome. So what's so great about the move? Like, what are you excited about in your new community? Come on. We didn't know that we we're going to land here, but it's honestly been the place that we've always wanted to live at here. So uh, we, we lucked out. And what we like about Manitou Springs is it's a very small city. It's It's a tourist town. Yeah. And we're we're on the foot of the mountains, nice. so we got the nature. We like nature, and uh, there's the mountain creek water that runs through the whole entire town. So I like to listen to the water. My daughter and my son like to walk in the water. We like to walk in it, you know, when it's warm, like how it's getting right now at the temperature. Yeah, and uh, we just like the vibe here. The vibe here is kind of like you know, just be yourself and. You know, there's a little strip here. There's an old kind of 80s kind of uh, penny arcade with all the all those back in the day uh, Pac-Man type of games. Uh-huh. So yes. it's, just, it's it's for us, it's kind of like a little movie town and there's some little parks here. So, you know, everything's close and it's uh, it's simple. Nice. It sounds like you're living on a movie movie lot. It sounds <laughs> amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Beautiful. Tell us, um, tell us, Gary, more about your family. Let's. Uh... Just talking about them and gush on them for a little bit. All right. So I'm a single dad. I have two kids. I have Christian, who is now 13, and wow. Monica, who is 17. And she keeps telling me, I'm almost an adult, dad. Uh-oh. Uh, once once it hits October 20th, I'm an Uh-oh. adult. You know, I'm 18. So Monica's uh, uh, autistic. And uh, so, um, you know, we, uh, we have a, a fun, unique way of living. And uh, if you want me to start going into oh, that, yeah, I, I would love to hear. About okay, this. all right, so here we go. So you know, it wasn't too fun in the beginning, you know. So Monica was diagnosed around age six wow. uh, with autism and also sensory processing disorder, which means like we need a lot of help with our body to understand our body is there um, to keep it in a simple uh, description. So in the beginning, Monica couldn't talk. She didn't talk to about age nine. And she actually sang a song first. Then she said her first sentence. So, you know, what happened was like, you know, when she couldn't talk and she was young, even before being diagnosed, we knew, you know, we knew something was different. She wasn't responding to her name. She was more isolated, uh, no expressions. And uh, then we found out, okay, you know, okay, so we're autistic now. We found out we have autism. But, uh, I was, you know, I I was freaked out because Monica was having these meltdowns because she couldn't express herself. So meltdowns is something they can't control until it's over. It's like a, a a chemical imbalance in the brain. So what Monica would do is she would start by, she would be standing up and she would start attacking herself. She would then throw herself on the ground, arch her back like a rocking chair so hard, not even kidding, you know, and she was screaming and crying and, um, there's other factors that go into a meltdown for our kids. You know, it's, it could be things in the environment, such as noise, smells, crowds, you know, the list goes on, bright lights. 
So, you know, a lot of things were affecting her and we couldn't communicate. And I was like, man, I, I feel like a bad dad because I don't know how to help her. So then we got uh, our first step was intervention, you know, so you guys need to go to speech therapy, occupational therapy. So uh, occupational therapy uh, was really the one that helped her uh, because she used to walk into walls because she was she was clumsy, not by, you know, not that she wanted to be, but she just didn't have the balance in the in the muscle strength to to walk. And she would she was actually a toe walker in the beginning. So she was scared to walk on the earth and uh tying her shoe or brushing her teeth those simple things that we do every day she couldn't do it so the ot sessions were uh we got to find out what does monica like and what we found out was uh she likes to swing so and and at that time she liked this like i think it's lycra if i'm saying it right anyhow it's like a pantyhose material so like the the, the compression of that of that material on her body yeah. She would sit in that and she would swing. So we, we found out that she really liked to swing and swinging is still her favorite thing today. So swinging. And also at that time, she liked to sit in the pool of balls to fill all those plastic balls and just sit in them just to chill. And then she would like, she also liked to jump on the trampoline a lot to get all this body awareness for the, the body and the brain to connect and to organize itself. And the list goes on. So, you know, when that started to happen, you know, she started to light up like a Christmas tree. And so did I, because I was like, oh, my gosh, she's getting some help. So what I would do during these sessions at that time for both speech and OT, they're in the same building. And uh, they allowed me to come back there. So I went there, man, like a student. I took notebook pad, asked questions. And who do you mentor? What books do you recommend? So I would go home and self-educate myself. I would stay up till the late hours you know, and then I would process that information so I can start to learn more about autism and sensory processing disorder. So that uh, therapist we had for occupational therapy, she was amazing. She, you know, she loved Monica. So she was really good. Our speech therapist, we had more than one, but the first one we had really stood out because she was a funny, uh, good energy person. And Monica liked her too. And, you know, during speech, because we couldn't talk at the time, we were learning how to kind of like a warm up, you know, we have to kind of warm up the muscles around the area, the jaw, the tongue, the mouth to kind of prepare it for the work, the, the lesson. Mm. So uh, we kind of did a little OT to get these, um, these parts around the mouth and everything, like kind of warmed up and conditioned so we can start working on, you know, speaking activities. So uh, that was fun going through that she was starting to like, to say a word or two, but it took some time. And then what happened was I started to network uh, for my personal fitness training business. And I met some people who have like a brain, they do a brain type of service. And we went to them, we kind of bartered our, our services. And then like about, oh my gosh, nah, I'm thinking, okay. It was about the third or fourth session, I want to say, where they put these little stems on different parts of your brain to kind of find the places your brain is stuck and how to make them unstuck so they're more flexible and they can work. Kind of like, uh, kind of like at a symphony that everyone's working together and going by the same beat. So once some of those areas became more flexible, that's when she sang her first song, and then right after that, man, was her first sentence. So then she started talking. So once that was out, that was good news because now you get to learn what does Monica like to do. So of course it was swinging. So we were parkaholics so we went to parks all over the town and we would swing and 
what we also do is we would add sing to swing. So we would be singing while we're swinging. Nice. So we're kind of add different things to the mix because focus on the thing that she really likes. And then you start to add things so she can, you know, work on other life skills. So we would sing and swing. And then I learned that Monica likes Disney World. So to this day, we are like 7-Eleven, man. We're open 24-7 for Disney World uh, watching movie clips or the movies. And she watches them over and over because it helps her, you know, self-regulate, which, you know, it's like calm down, focus or whatever that means to her yeah. in the moment to, to get through the day. So we watch a lot of Disney uh, YouTube clips, the same thing over, over and over. <laughs> and, and I have to learn it, too, in order to be in the world and to, to make things work together. So uh, it's a lot of uh, YouTube movie clips. Also, she likes songs and singers. And uh, she likes a guy named Pogo. This guy lives in Sydney, Australia. He has Asperger's and he makes all he takes all he takes different uh movie clips from disney movies and he combines them into one video so it's really cool you can see how it you know monica gravitates to the video because it's so unique and he puts different beats you know so like the cadence could be slow yeah. it could be fast and for her certain parts of the day she'll listen to a slow version of like whatever song and then and then at a certain moment she needs a faster version because she that's the kind of beat she needs to process and to yes. understand what's going on in a moment. And I like to use analogies. So my thing is like, it's like, uh, she's doing that to make an adjustment in her day. You know, at this moment, I need a slow beat at this moment. I need a fast beat. And my analogy to make people just understand like, what the heck is he talking about? It's like, like I'm riding my mountain bike here in Manitou Springs. I don't have a mountain bike yet. I have a BMX bike, but I'm going to get one soon. So you know, the mountain bike has gears, right? So I look at yeah. it like when I want to go up a hill, I need to switch gears to make that adjustment to go right. up the hill. When I go downhill, I don't, I don't want to go fast and crash. So yeah. I need to make that adjustment for the right gear. So like in the moment, that's my analogy that you have to make adjustments. So that's how what she has to do with uh, her watching videos during the day. And now I want to throw on my son real quick. I can't forget Christian. Mm. So Christian, you know, I said he's 13. Yeah. This dude is mature. He's he's chill. He's um, he's a caring, loving kid that loves animals and to help people. And he's Monica's uh, best peer play partner. So he gets along with Monica. At first, he was like, uh, Dad, I don't you know, I want to play with my sister, but I don't understand. I don't know how because, you know, we're a little different. So I said, and by the way, they each have a different mom. So yeah. Monica lives with me. Christian lives a little further. So when I get him, you know, uh, then we're together. So like, uh, I was like, okay, Christian, here's what you do. Just watch me. Watch how I play with Monica. And when you're ready, jump in. So once he was observing that, you know, it's all play. It's role play. We role play every day. And then from role play, then we can start having like, like a, just like a general conversation. So he jumped in, he started role-playing. Monica can feel that she can read you. So she can read that he cares, brother loves me, he cares. So she was happy. So they played. And then uh, Christian started to make uh, pretend characters. So we, ha we have pretend characters. And then for some reason, I'm doing these pretend, pretend characters all the time. 
and these Disney characters. So we, we play like that. And to take it a step further, um, these characters are real to Monica. So I'm talking like my normal voice right here. Yeah. Sometimes I lose my voice a lot being characters because she likes me to do the evil, the evil animated characters of the Disney films or other movies. Wow. And, you know, because evil, the, the bad guys in movies, they have the best lines when they're oh, yeah. animated. Oh, yeah. So she, you know, that catches her attention. Yeah. So like if, uh, if she says, uh, dad, um, if she says Belle, you know, Princess Belle yeah. from yep. Beauty and the Beast, well, she's yeah. actually a good princess. And I'll be like, what? I just changed my voice. I'm no longer dad. So I could be a smart Alec. I can <laughs> say things that I would normally never say. Yeah. And she likes it because um, I'm a character now. And same thing for the evil characters. So what we do with the swinging to, to put it together is like when we go swinging at parks, she she's evolved. You know, we've progressed and evolved the years. So we'll go to the park. She'll pick a specific park or a school. Like, hey, dad, I want to go to uh, Midland Elementary. Why, Monica? Because they have a tall, a really tall swing set. So she feels safe with a really tall swing set. So she'll swing on it and she'll be like, dad, I want to push swings. Come here, dad. And so she'll say an evil character like um, like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Yep. And I have to go like, what, girl? And I have <laughs> to make, uh, I, have to, I have to be Belle and Gaston, like going back and forth, you know, like Gaston wants to marry Belle. Belle doesn't want to marry Gaston. So I, I add my own flavor to it. So I make it really funny. And she'll, uh, the way she gets rid of Gaston and evil character is she'll push the swing and we'll go and she'll push him and you know they're invisible and i have to be gassed on like screaming because i mean i'm being pushed in the air like oh <laughs> my god you little brat monica i'll get you back boom and then i see she's like what happened dad he crashed into the wall he crashed into the gym building and so she starts laughing and cracking up so what happens right there is she's doing an exercise by pushing a swing her, yeah. her muscles and her joints. So she's getting all this upper body movement that she needs, you know, heavy work. So heavy work yeah. is we need for our system. When you do a heavy work exercise, all the systems in her bodies that she needs to, to work, to make her feel in the moment with her brain and body together, she's getting it right there with play. And then we're having conversations. So that's another thing that's going on. And then she's laughing. So she's, she's having a good time. So that's kind of like how we put our flavor into our day and then christian of course he'll jump in too like we'll take turns and i'll be like christian your turn because <laughs> i'm losing my voice so he'll he'll do it too so that's just a little um kind of like a a snapshot in a day in in just one part of our days yeah how we live so take me back to uh monica's first song not really her first words but her first song as a parent what does that feel like to hear your child for the first time in communicating in that way? I, I take me to that moment for for parents that maybe their children are nonverbal and they haven't heard them or they they're longing for that day. Uh, help them understand what it feels like to to hear your your child. Yeah, so that's you know that's a big that's a big moment. You know, yeah. it's like. It makes me like I, I I already know what the song was right now. And I'll tell you one second because it's like it was yesterday. So it's like, you know, all that frustration that Monica, I think about like, man, what is she going through on the inside eternally? Right. She's going through so much and then she's working so hard 
in speech therapy. She's working so hard in occupational therapy. And when she finally, when she did say that first sentence, it was like, man, it was like happy tears. It was celebration. It's like, you know, it's like praise. We, we, our, our thing we like to do is praise a lot. So it was praise. It was hug. And uh, it was just a big moment because now we can communi- communicate together. And the song was Miley Cyrus, Wrecking Ball. <laughs> no <laughs> I way. I come at you like a wrecking ball. No way. So like, you know, we, we would sing that. We were singing that song for quite some time. And then, you know, she goes on to the next song. And then we can bring songs back. So we're always like, you always got to be um, patient, understanding, and spontaneous to make that that word again, adjustment, that you just don't know what's going to happen from one minute to the next. We could be Miley Cyrus wrecking ball, or we could be uh, Taylor Swift going into another song, or she may just say, I'm done and wants to do something else. So you have to be prepared to take... uh, no offense to anything like you may be singing your heart out, but if she's done, she's done. She yeah, knows yeah. what she needs and you got to move on to the next step. Well, I can't, I, I would think that the whole world would have stopped for me as a parent. The moment that voice comes out of that person and you're like, what's going on? What's happening right now? And the fact yeah. that she started with a song, that means so much um, as it's, a dad, like, yeah. Every time you hear that song, you got to go right back to that moment, right? I'm right back. I'm right back to Terman Elementary. We know exactly. We know wow. We know the school. We know the playground. It's yeah. just like us yesterday because you don't forget a moment like that from the struggle to get there. And then when you're there, that's something that's always, you know, right here in the heart. Right. And it's always right here in the memory bank. So, yeah, just like you said, it's like a, it's one of those aha moments. And you'll never forget that, you know, because, it, it, you know, when we're at the park, too, now, you know, and like Monica's swinging and wants to kind of just do it by herself, like just swing or whatever. This is exactly what you said. I'll go back down memory lane and I'll reminisce like, wow, I just, you know, it's, I can't believe this is so amazing that she's she's swinging right now. And where we came from, she's so amazing because back then she didn't have the uh, the muscle strength to even push herself to swing. For many years, I had to push her to swing because with the OT, they helped out with because when you have sensory processing disorder, a lot of times we have low muscle tone. So we're not strong enough or conditioned enough to do things that we use that we do like on a daily basis. So I had to push her for a long time. So then that moment also when she was able to swing herself was another big moment that again all her hard work because she's the worker man she's the one doing it all i'm just uh, a big cheerleader and uh so it's yeah it's so exciting to watch her progress in life amazing and i had um another gentleman on in the past on this podcast on dad space and he was talking about his daughter who has autism and in this situation his daughter doesn't understand why it's important to say I love you. Like she doesn't understand why that's important. And it doesn't make any sense to her that that would be something that somebody needs to hear on behalf of a daughter to a father. So the one thing that she does for her dad is she knows that he likes acorns. So Mm -hmm. she brings home every day a pocket full of acorns and puts them in a jar for her dad as a way of demonstrating to him that she loves him 
without having to say the words. Because again, the words yeah. don't mean as much to her as they meant right. to her father. So it cracks him, it breaks him up just to to see that bowl getting larger and larger and fuller and fuller as oh, his yes. daughter demonstrates her love to her dad. I love That's, that. That is, yeah, that's amazing. It's just like, you gotta, you know, with some things, you just gotta find a compromise because there's just some things that it's okay that, you know, we act a little different, talk a little different. You know, right. we we are who we are. Everyone's different and it's all about acceptance and, you know, just learning from each other. So I'm like, I'm a, I'm a constant student learning from Monica and then I have to, you know, implement it and be that practitioner and I have to be hands-on and take action. You know, and, and our, our motto is do things together. Nice. And the one thing I learned, I've been learning in the past is, again, I have relatives that um, have autistic uh, children in their family. And the one thing I've, I've been learning, Gary, is that when we talk around autism and living on the spectrum and, and all what comes with that, is that that's not a that's not a disability. It's a different ability. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these kids are brilliant in things that maybe some other people would not consider. And it's amazing to see what they thrive in and what lights them up. Um, and once you can uncover that, you get a window into who they are as people. And that's that's amazing to see. So what what is what has inspired you and what has what has maybe shocked you as you watch Monica grow up in front of you? Is there anything that kind of stands out to you and you're like, besides swinging and singing, is there anything else that really catches you and goes, well, that is Monica to a T? <laughs> There's a lot of things. Like the one thing I like to just rewind for a second with all that you're talking about is that they're so passionate right. for like a simple thing. And I mean, isn't that what it should be about is just yeah. keeping things as, you know, a simple and be passionate about things and it's it's yeah you, I just learned a lot from Monica like that uh you know she's taught me a lot to appreciate simple things in life and I'm kind of going through my own journey right now too and that's what I'm starting to do is I'm starting to simplify my life and enjoy a simple thing and make time for that because you get so much value from that so like Monica right now um I guess this is a good time to share this little story. Mm -hmm. So we are, uh, it's just, this just shows like how important something is and how passionate it is to kind of go back to what you were talking about. So last summer we're driving and uh, we're going to five guys restaurants and on the way on the right side, Monica does a very quick, like double take. And she sees this, this park. It's the most rundown park in Colorado Springs. Mm. And she says, dad, it's got her attention. Dad, dad, there's, there's four swing sets, but no swings. That's my favorite park. Now I want to swing there. So we get to five guys. She can't stop talking about it. This park that she saw with four empty naked swing sets mm. she doesn't see you know like the homeless people there or what the park has not been uh taken care of no more so now our new conversation from that summer to today is uh dorchester park so that's the name of the park dorchester park dad i want to swing there 
That's my new favorite part. Why, Monica? Because they have no swings. Dad, can we get a swing? I want to swing there. Dorchet. So now she, it's just a repetitive thing every single day. So I was like, okay, Monica, that tells me I need to do something about this. Step mm. out of my comfort zone. So I say, okay, Monica, I'm going to call them. No response. I'm going to email them. No response. So I go in person to the Parks and Rec. And they say, hey, well, you know what? We have a we have a board meeting. So if you'd like to come to our board meeting, you can do that. You have three minutes to to talk or whatever. So Monica comes with me. I excuse her from school. This is this is important to her life. You know, so uh, we go to the board meeting and we get to speak first and we have three minutes. And it just so happens to be that I'm learning how to tell stories pretty good. So I write a three because you get three minutes. So I write a three minute pitch to share our story. So it was a good story, by the way. <laughs> it was a really good story. I nailed it. And the lady, the lady to my right was like, you're going over time. And I was yeah. like, I'm almost done. And <laughs> she can just, she just said, go for it. So I finished. And then uh, everyone gave us like a, like a standing ovation. And then we weren't done yet. We weren't done yet. I was like, uh, and my daughter, Monica, brought something to show you guys. So Monica, she's blunt to the point, uh, no shame in her game. She walked right up to the panel. And she made, like, we bought materials at Walmart, I think. Yeah. That was the only store, or maybe Dollar Tree, too. She made 16 swings. She wanted, she was showing that, hey, these are 16 swings, and we need real swings at Dorchester Park. And she was all happy and excited about it. And uh, everyone was just, like, you know, crazy bananas over Monica and just smiling and giving her all these compliments. So when we were done with that meeting, we walked, we were walking out, you know, and a couple of the guys came out and one of them said, hey, um, we're, you know, it's, it's not easy to do because, you know, projects and so forth and time and all that stuff. And but let's keep in touch. So we did. So I, I followed up with them and I said, uh, could we I was like, could we take our own swing or is there something we can do? And they're like, you know what, let's include our supervisor on the email thread. Next day, they said, we're going to put a swing up for you. And then the next day they said, we're done. There is one swing now for Monica. Wow. And we even rot rototilled the sand for you guys. So this park is so run down that you can't even park there. There's concrete barriers. So we had to park across the street somewhere at a little small shopping center and walk across and, you know, go to the park. And, you know, we're talking to the people that are there saying hello and, uh, and we go straight to the swing. And there, there's another monumental moment where she has this glow to her. And there's that one swing there, brand new, shiny chains, brand new. You can, I like to smell things. Like I smell the swing. Like, oh man, I like to smell new things. <laughs> she gets on it and she's swinging for, uh, we're there for probably about 15 or 20 minutes, yeah. taking pictures, little video clips. And so that was a big moment. So now we used to say Dorchester no swing. Now we say Dorchester one swing. Nice. So uh, to this day, you know, now that the weather's clearing up, clearing up, we can start to go there as it gets warmer. Now we we've been there a few times, and she likes it, of course. But in the meantime, when we can't, uh, we make the adjustment word again. So, well, Dak, we drive by Dorchester Park. Okay, Monica. So we drive by the front of it and we look at it. It's still there, one swing. 
No, no one flipped it over. It's hanging. It's right there. It looks good. And then we drive around the, we got to go all the way around underneath the bridge and come through another street. Then we drive through the backside. There it is. Oh my God. It's right there, Monica. There's Dorchester Park. One swing. Oh, the grass is turning green. Oh, maybe it'll turn on the street lights when they start working on it, you know? So we're kind of like visioning that becoming a back to normal park, like back in the day. So she's nice. like, yeah, dad, they should have a playground and this and that. It's like, yeah, they should turn on the park lights. So we're going to keep in touch with them and, you know, see how far we can take Dorchester Park. So that, that, that to her means a lot to her. So when she goes to school or other places and talks about it, it's my job to educate people, whoever they are, the professionals, yeah. that, you know what, this is a hot topic for her. And if you let her speak about this throughout the day, when she can, you know, it helps her transition to the skills that she has to learn, you know, in other places. Amazing. So on top of all of this great dadness that you're sharing with us, Gary, which is awesome. I I love I love how engaged you are with your kids. That's it's shining through 100 percent. You you've also written a book and a supplemental writing after that. But can you talk a little bit about what you've been writing as well? Yeah, so uh, 2017, I believe, because <laughs> it was like a long time time ago, you know, I, I wrote my first book. Um, living life through their eyes, our journey together on the autism spectrum, long title. But for me, it was about giving back. And I never saw myself writing a book, but I go back to that moment where, where Monica was her early years and diagnosed and couldn't talk and having meltdowns. I was like, you know, the way I felt during that, during that time was I was scared. I didn't know what to do. This was all new to me. What is autism word? What is sensory processing disorder? What are these um, situations that we're in? So I, I felt I felt it was my duty to give back. So I, the book is about um, it's about stories of Monica, of course, to learn more about someone with autism and to root for this person and to learn about this beautiful person. But then also I took it a step further and I had like. I have some contributors in the book. So I have someone who uh, talks about um, sensory integration disorder because it was a, a different name back then and then turned back and then it changed to sensory processing disorder. So I have an expert professional and she she wrote a piece in there to explain a lot of it. And I have a, a massage therapist who she wrote a piece on massage, how massage has been something who has helped us. And then I have uh, the person who did the brain service yep. to Monica. He wrote his piece. I did a little fitness piece in there. And uh, I have a nutritionist in there who wrote a piece. So I just wanted to share and give back to people like things that maybe could help them also. Or if not, it gives them a spark in their mind to think about what are, you know, what may be some things that we can look at for our own kid. And then I also share like just a, a general kind of description of what autism is and some of the interventions that you may start with. So people are aware that, uh, you know, if, if your kid's diagnosed, there's some help, there's some services. And then, you know, and then what other things that maybe you can do um, on your own time also. So that's what the, the book is about in a nutshell. Nice. And that book came out when, Gary? uh 2017 I was okay yeah there you go awesome and it's still available through all the channels and stuff people can 
Yeah, I self-published that one on Amazon, and I had help at the time from a uh, a network I was in, so yeah. they helped me put that book together. Nice. And now you've written something else as well. Can you talk a little bit about your most recent? <laughs> yeah, thing so uh, I believe it was last November. Okay. I I self-published, and this time I did it all by myself. So it's it's more like a magazine type of read. So it's like, hey, it may be short, but you can probably knock that out in about a half hour. Nice. So, you know, last year was a, it was a difficult year for us. So I felt like I just wanted to get something out of my system, but also to share some stories because, you know, this journey has a lot of ups and downs being an autism parent. It's very mentally and physically draining, but it's also very rewarding because we're, we're doing it for our, our kids, of course, that we love. And uh, so I just share like the first half of this book is um, kind of like some, uh, some, some sad stories of things that, that we kind of went through some situations or, you know, and then the second half, I call it switching gears and I share some good moments of last year. So it's a combination of stories that may give you some sad tears in the beginning, but maybe res just kind of resonate what, you know, someone with autism goes through sometimes. And then the second half is just like things that we love to do. And that this 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 will bring the opposite. It will bring happy tears for people to see, you know, some things that we uh, did that were fun last year. So it's a mixture. Nice. And uh, so I, I think it's it's pretty it's pretty uh, powerful, even though it's a it's a short read, but I think it's a good read. And we can get that. How do we get access to that as well? That one. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't give you the title. So that one is called uh, "Don't Shame Her Game." Oh. Okay. Let me explain. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I like to rhyme <laughs> when I, I like to rhyme a lot when I talk sometimes. So uh, that one is also, I self-published that also, and it's on Amazon as well. Cool. Yeah. So tell me about the response to what you've written. Have you heard any interesting comments come back to you from readers? Um, well, I would say if, if people were interested and, and do get the book, I would say um, it's helpful for someone to give a review. Yeah. That way it, it goes better in a search when people are looking for those type of books. Uh, whatever your, your review is, it's always going to be helpful. So um, I know one review was just that um, just some praise for us that just how we work together and, you know, do things together as a family on our journey and, you know, to keep it up. So nice. It's not always nice when people respond um, and give you that kind of feedback to let you know if what you've written is landing for them or, you know, and I always encourage everyone who listens to the podcast to make sure you go and support the author with a review because it does mean, mean a lot to the author. So I always yeah, encourage that. Tell us about your, your website too, Gary. I have it up here while we're chatting uh, today. Walk us through the website and what can we find when we come to your website? Thank you for bringing that up because I need to edit that for you. <laughs> so I just, <laughs> I just changed my website. So it's uh. You know, it's uh, www.simplefitnessautism.com. So my previous website, that program is still in there. Okay. So my simplefitnessautism.com is, you know, I'm, I've been a personal trainer since 2012. And then I, I started to venture on my own independently in 2014. So uh, I just recently changed the name because I now just I just only want to work with autistic people and uh so that's why I changed the name to that and 
So basically with this uh, new website, it's just me sharing what my services are, how I work with people one-on-one, group training, indoors, outdoors. It doesn't matter. I'm there for you in the gym, at your location, virtually. Um, Because, you know, I learned when I was finishing up my personal training at the institute that I was at, you know, you got to go extern, if that's the word, to go get your credit hours before you graduate. And at that time, a lot of us are like, oh, man, we want to work with athletes. So that was me. So so I went to the YMCA and they said, "Okay, here's our group fitness schedule so you can get all your hours right here. Take all whatever you want to do. Take all the classes. So I took all the classes, you know, and I played sports in life. So I like to take some of the harder, you know, challenging things. But I learned that uh, I actually fell in love with silver, uh, silver sneakers and silver sneakers is uh, it's. It's usually like older adults that come into this uh, exercise class, but it's also for people who come off a of rehab and maybe mm. they can't go on that gym floor and do the traditional, you know, heavier type of machines, whatever. So what I liked about this class again was the passion. So that passion word again, man, these people come in here on wheelchairs, walkers, bringing in their tanks, and they're so <laughs> glad to be there to to exercise. And the instructors are so uh, positive and had their passion mm-hmm. as well that that changed my mind. I was like, man, I want to work with, I want to work with people who, who need a little extra help. So I started working with um, older adults and, and that. And then I said, well, I can transition this because I was starting to use it with Monica too, because we had low muscle tone for a little while. So I learned that I can use all this training from silver sneakers and modify it and help out um, autistic people who want to exercise. And maybe they need a little extra support too. So that's, that's my audience now um, who I want to work with for yes. my website there. And then I do have a program that we were talking about earlier. So uh, I have a digital course, an online course in there on my website. And it's uh, it's a self-care for the autism parents. So we don't really have a lot of time because our, our schedule is so demanding, you know. But I made like a, a simple course of teaching some some basic stretching and then I share some uh, nutrition and nutrition experience that has helped me keep up with my daughter and mm-hmm. my son in the travels <laughs> yeah. to have that energy throughout the day. And then, and then last I share like some self-talk where, you know, we had these moments where, you know, for example, Monica had meltdowns and, and that's, she's going through it harder, but when we feel like we don't know what to do, that's hard on us too. So we can, you know, we can get emotional and just feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I feel stuck. So my self-talk piece talks about, you know, a little bit about what you can do when you have a moment like that, that can kind of help you hopefully come out of that and encourage you so you can go back into your day and, uh, you know, just have a a better overall day. So that's uh, what that online program is about. Amazing. Awesome. And I love that you're focused on parents too, to help them. Because again, there's not a lot of a lot of support in some cases for parents who are living with you know the children that are on the autism spectrum, and I think there's there may be a little bit of loneliness that happens when you have all of your time tied up um, with your children and you don't have time for yourself or time to connect with other parents who are doing life in a similar way that you are, and it's kind of nice to be able to to find out there's someone else out there that understands what it feels oh, like, yeah. right? And make that kind of connection. So that's that's amazing. 
Yeah, we're like a rare breed, but we're a good breed. And like the other service you just brought that up that I forgot was I also put consulting in there. So people just want to maybe talk about some of those three things or talk about, you know, something that maybe they just don't know, don't have anyone else to talk to and just need some general advice to go with everything. That's why I also put that in there as a service. Awesome. Let's talk quickly before we go, uh, Gary, what's, what's coming up for the kids? What, what are they excited about? What's coming down the road that you're excited about as a parent as well? Give us some updates. <laughs> so summer's arriving because uh, Friday's the last day of school for both of the kids. And uh, Monica has given us a, uh, a place to go to this summer. So she wants to go to the Stanley Hotel. <laughs> really? Up here in Colorado. Yeah, she uh, she likes certain parts of that movie, The Shining. Not She, does, she likes the movie for different reasons. Like... So it's just, it goes back to a clip for different reasons, but she wants to see the hotel. So that's going to be one of our adventures. Uh, I know we want to see some other local uh, attractions. Christian wants to go fishing. So I make sure that I balance this with both kids. So I make sure yes. I also do things for Christian. So, you know, him and I, we go bike riding around here. We go hiking and yes. now he's ready to go fishing. So we're, we're probably going to go, we're going to go fishing too. So just just simple, you know, like just like like maybe one adventure for the day <laughs> and then just just enjoy it. Keep it simple. Amazing. And Very, uh, for me, yeah. I guess last for me is uh, I like to hike. So nature for me is my way to reset. It's my it's my time to self-talk to myself and I get a lot of clarity doing that. And uh, and then now to just promote the the change of name to my business so I can be uh get my name out more and to connect more in the community amazing i love what you're doing gary i love your heart for for the people you serve as well um so again let's promote the website let's send everybody there again gary let's remind everyone and um you know let's let's encourage people to come and check out what you do to help parents so give me the website again um so it's www.simple fitnessautism.com i don't know if you have to put in what is that the http yeah i think it's pretty yeah it's good i'm not techie i'm not techie <laughs> so but that's the name of it excellent and uh yeah and as far as reaching out and connecting with you that's the best place to connect with you um and this is open to parents right that can reach out and, and make a connection and and spend some time with you and and uh build that bridge with you and you can help them for sure yeah, there's def there's the uh, you know there's a, a contact on the website to to reach me. So absolutely. Okay. Maybe uh, Miley Cyrus will hear this uh, interview and and be sparked to uh, reach out and uh, <laughs> give her words to uh, Monica. We'll see see if we can That'd do that. Cool maybe and Pogo, Pogo, I gotta go check out Pogo. Maybe Pogo will yeah, reach Pogo out. Yeah, Pogo is he's he's very cool. Oh my gosh, that guy is nonstop making a lot of uh, music out there, <laughs> helping a lot of people. It's good stuff. Awesome. So some great resources. Uh, Gary, thank you so much for being part of the podcast. And we're going to share this podcast on Dad Space and on Living the Next Chapter. So you have two audiences that are going to hear our, our discussion. So encouraging everyone to go over and, and uh, give Gary uh, some love and some appreciation for his time. Gary, thank you so much for making time to be here with me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks again, Dave. And uh, appreciate you and uh, have the best day. Awesome. Thanks for listening to Dad Space today. 
go check us out on all of our social media, YouTube, all that great stuff. You can find us as Dad Space Podcast. Real simple. Dad Space Podcast, whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, even YouTube. Email us, dadspacepodcast at gmail.com. We're always looking for great guests to come on the podcast. If you have any feedback for us, let us know here at Dad Space. Looking forward to connecting with you on the next episode right here of Dad Space. Follow us on your podcast app for more. Cheers. To you, Dad. Thank you.